Aren't you glad to be born again? Oh, hallelujah. God is more than enough. Amen. Father in heaven, we come to you right now. Humbly, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you just point us in the right direction. That you just, by your voice, you lead us, each one of us, where you would have us to go. Father God, right now, we want to eat from your table. The very fresh manna that you would have for us that will meet the situations of your will in our lives. Lord, help us hear and receive with meekness this engrafted word which is able to save our soul, renew our very being. Lord, let it be. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to think about the, the worship songs as they led us in. You know, you look in the Old Testament, and before the word went forth, they'd bring forth a minstrel. And the, and the minstrel would come, and, and, and they'd worship the Lord, and then the word of the Lord would come. And so, uh, you know, God is amazing how He does certain things. You know, they talked about uh, the name of Jesus, and they talked about the being on the, the right hand of the Father, and they talked about making God uh, be in that place and position of all we need. And if we'll do those three things, everything in our life will work. Amen? Amen. So... We don't have the screen, so open up your Bibles to Luke six forty-five. Luke six forty-five. I, I was I was wanting to go ahead and minister on what we talked about this morning because I didn't get to do the sermon that I had for this morning. But I think the Lord would have us to go this way. So you pray with me, you be in tune, and let's just follow the Lord. Amen. Luke six forty five. If you got your your uh, your phone or your tablet or your Bible, uh, say Amen. Luke six forty five. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, right now, Lord, just by the power of your Spirit, give us eyes to see, ears to hear. Let this word, Lord, let it ring down deep in our soul, changing it. Let us be completely controlled by your Spirit in our spirit, revealing your word to us, Father. Let it be in Jesus' name. We all say, Amen, amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, so, Here's going with what Brother Donnie said and going with our text tonight. Uh, you and I, we've got to see ourselves righteous in Jesus. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 tells us that God wanted us to be in right standing with Him so much that He didn't just put sin on Jesus. He made Jesus sin that we could be made righteous. And so that means that you and I tonight... That we've got to see ourselves under the blood, in the blood. We've got to see ourselves through uh, the eyes of the Father, the way He sees us through Jesus. And we're, we're good. We're good. We're good because He made us good. You and I can't be born of a good God and not be good. Amen? So, uh, you've got to expect, I've got to expect to bring some good treasure out of our heart. God's wanting us to start speaking forward some things. So here's what I heard the Holy Ghost say. He said, everybody, they, they want a sword in their hand, 
But they'll never have a sword in their hand until they get a sword in their heart. So everything tonight that you and I are looking for to work in this word, uh, we want it in our hand. We want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to do what Jesus did, right? But before we can do that, we've got to get uh, that reality in our heart. And when we get it in our heart, it'll come out in our hand. Amen? So... Uh, tonight, I, the, the Lord wants to show us the progression of, that He wants to work in our lives. You and I, we used to have sin in our hands. And then when we come to, to salvation, we get a staff in our hands. The shepherd's staff. Amen? And so, we go from sin to a staff. And tonight, He's wanting to put you in at a place where we have the sword in our hand. Because we've got something to do. Amen? So let's, let's look at the Word of God and, and allow that to build in our lives. Go with me to the book of Exodus and, and, and let's build on that thought. Uh, in Exodus chapter 3, uh, we've got Moses being called out. And uh, no. Uh, let's just let's just read some things here. In Exodus chapter three, verse number one. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Aren't you glad that your God, my God, is a consuming fire, but He doesn't destroy anything that's pure. He just makes it more pure. That fire, that fire that it reveals who we really are and what we can do. Verse 3, And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. Come on, it gets so hot there in the desert and it's so dry, they saw this all the time. They just instantly just... Uh, like we talk about spontaneous combustion. They were just, just all across the desert at different times. And so it wasn't a big thing to see uh, a bush on fire. What was big to see it on fire and not be consumed. Right. See, God wants to, he wants to come all over us. He isn't interested in consuming us. He's interested in, come on, making you and I what we are, his sons and daughters, where we can shine into this lost World, where we can be this influencers as we're closing out this year of influencers, being that light, being that salt that he's destined us to be. Now, notice what he says here. He says, uh, And when the Lord saw that he, Moses, that he uh, turned aside to see, God called him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Now, can you imagine this revelation that, that is coming into Moses' heart? He, he, he's been on a uh, an 80-year journey. He spent the first 40 years in Egypt in bondage. And he leaves he leaves Egypt in sin because uh, he tried to get ahead of God's plan. And instead of using his hand to save, he used his hand to kill an Egyptian. I didn't say murder, but to kill an Egyptian. And, and so he had to flee. And he, he left Egypt. He left Egypt. He left sin. Uh, uh, and he was looking for something. And God puts him in a place where he puts a staff in his hand. 
because he's getting, re- he's getting him ready. He's getting him ready to pull him out of sin, and he's getting ready to put a staff in his hand, and he's going to go and get the sheep of God and bring them out of Egypt. Tonight, the things that you and I have been through, we've got to see that God can use those things where we can go back and bring people out of where we've been, and we can bring them to the place of victory. Hey, buddy, how are you doing? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I love you. Um, So God wants to take, He wants to use those things in our past life. He wants to use those things uh, that will pull people out of once where they were. Amen. And and, and so we've got to see that there may be some sin in our life, but you and I, uh, we're not going to let that sin shame us. We're going to let that sin be something that God can be glorified in and by. Because we have experience. We know what other people are experiencing. Come on, we can't help anybody unless we've been in a situation where we know what they're feeling, what they're dealing with. And so God wants to use all of those things. So he takes and he takes the sin. Uh, when, when Moses turned aside and he heard him call his name double emphasis, Moses, Moses, he, 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 he turned away from everything and he turned toward God. See, that's what, when you, what you and I do. When God knocks on our heart and He calls us by name, when we answer to that, we turn away from sin and we take a host of that very staff. We take a host of that and, and we, we say, God, what, what you would have is what I want. Not my will, but your will be done. Amen? And so that's what He's wanting to do tonight. He's wanting to show us some things and He's wanting us to, to let go of one thing and pick up something else. Come on, it's time. This is the season. What worked uh, yesterday will not work tomorrow. We've got to have a, the, the, the plan and the agenda. We've got to have a download every day from the Lord to be able to be in that place and that position of success. The reason why the devil looks like he's been so successful is because so many churches, they're just doing what they, the, the forefathers, the planner of the church, what they did. Why are denominations dying? Because they're not, they're not moving forward. Come on, every denomination, it started with a revelation. But revelation, if you don't add to it, it dies. And it becomes not what God would have, but what man would have. This is my building. This is my society. This is the way I want to have. No, we want to have church the way God wants to have church. Come on. He's the church. We're, he's the head of it. We're just a, a, a part of what he would do. So here Moses is. And, and God says uh, in verse 5, uh, God said to Moses, draw not nigh hither, but put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. And he says, moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, and the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Uh, he, he, that word afraid there would be better since he reverenced God. And and it wasn't that he was afraid to look at him. From the Hebrew, it's saying that he didn't scan God and lock his eyes on him. Uh, he saw God, but he didn't, he, in his reverence, he recognized how holy God was, and he recognized where he was at, but he also knew that God called him by name. And, and so we've got to be in that place when we obey. He obeyed. He took his shoes off. He took his sandals off. When we obey whatever God tells us to do, we come into that place where we're letting go of self and sin and we're ready to pick up a staff, the shepherd's staff. We're ready to be fed by him and to be led by him. Now hold that in your heart and, and turn over here to... Uh, Genesis 
the fourth chapter. And, and I want you to see something. Chapter 4, verse 1. And Moses answered and said, uh, Behold, they will not believe me nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. In other words, if we had kept reading, we would have seen that God had called him uh, uh, to go and, and be that deliverer. Verse 2. And the Lord said unto him, What is in thy hand? And he said, A rod. A, a staff. And he said, cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it become a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. Now think about it. All this time, uh, uh, the thing that Moses was holding on to, what he, what he was calling one thing, God said, I can make it be something else. And I can, make, I can use it uh, in the very midst of, of what Egypt is all about. Egypt worshipped all of these gods, and Egypt had all of these... Uh, 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 these counterfeit priests and these uh, people who were, had the ability to take and to make things seem like what they weren't. You know, and, and that's what the world's doing right now. They, they, they got a whole generation of people in deception and they're making them believe a lie. They're making them believe something that's not. And so God is calling out the church. He's calling out His body to stand up strong in Him and to say, okay, I've got this in my hand, but God can make it be what it needs to be. He can take what was once sin. He can take what I, once I thought was just a staff and He can turn it into a sword. He can turn it into something that can cut through lies, cut through deception, and change people's lives. Amen? Amen? Verse 3. And he cast it on the ground, and he, uh, and he said, cast it on the ground. God told him to do that. And he cast it on the ground, and it become a serpent, and Moses fled before it. Verse 4. And the Lord said unto Moses, put forth thy hand, and take it by the tail. Now, come on, this is an act of faith. I don't know about you, but I would have to know that I was hearing from the Lord, wouldn't you? But see, that's what the devil's wanting us to do is to go, wait a minute. I don't know if I can hear from God or not. I don't know if God would tell me to do this or not. God is going to ask the church in this last days before the coming of the Lord. He's going to ask us to do some things that are going to be out of the box. He's going to ask us to do some things that, 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 uh, that it's going to be uncommon faith. It's going to bring them to pass. Amen. But you and I are going to be willing to obey him because we're going to recognize that when he speaks, there's... The word of his power is in our lives. Amen. And, and it's going to change everything. And he put forth his hand and he caught it and it became a rod in his hand. Now, I want you to see this tonight. You and I, we, we can see that deception, what, what God is saying here to Moses and what he's calling him to do was, he said, those things that they're doing down in Egypt, the very rod that is in your hand, if you will obey me, it will become something of a, of a sword that will cut through lies and deception and it will swallow up the lies of the enemy. Because we know we, we're on this side of it. We're looking at what Moses don't know yet. We know that that, that very, very staff, that, that very serpent, that it would go before Pharaoh's court and it would swallow up, come on, the, the, the staff, the serpent, the, the lies that the, the magicians that they were trying to bring to pass. And so tonight you and I, we've got to say, I know that my God is greater. He's greater than every lie. He, 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 he's working a work in my life, and He's working it for my good, but He's wanting to use me out of that work to be able to minister to somebody else. Amen? I, and we've got to get it in our heart. All right, now, uh, look, look what He said. He, he said, uh, verse 5, "...that they may believe the Lord God of their fathers, and the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto, unto them." 
And verse 6, And the Lord furthermore said unto him, Now put thy hand in thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, the hand was leprous as snow. See, God can make signs and wonders. He can, he's a God of miracles. And, and the very thing that people are afraid of, come, people are afraid of snakes. They're, they're afraid of diseases that are uncontrollable. Our God, there is nothing under the name of Jesus that does not, cannot, will not bow if you and I will believe it. Amen? I don't care what it is. Right now, there's an attack, uh, especially in, the, in, in the, the younger generation of the church, to trying to get them to accept, oh, you can be saved, but you can't be delivered. You can be saved, but you can't be healed. You can be saved, but you can't be blessed. Come on, those are lies. When God saves us, He saves us spirit, soul, and body. When He brings healing to us and gives us a new spirit, He wants to heal our soul. He wants to heal our body. He wants us to be in the very image. So we've got to see ourselves moving forward progressively by sanctification in the Word of God. Amen. By the Word of God. So I want you to see that you've got some things in your hand if you get them in your heart first. Come on, we've got to put the Word in our heart. We've got to get it there. All right, for sake of time, back up to the third chapter just for a second. I want to read you something. Uh, verse 3 and 13 and 14. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. Ia asha ia in the Hebrew. I, 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 I'm the God that always was, always will be. Come on, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the self-existent, the eternal God. I'm the one that speaks and everything changes. He said, tell them that. Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. Now, I want you to think about that. You and I, when we get up every day of our lives and we open our eyes and we breathe in that, that day that the Lord has made, you have been sent. When you wake up, that's the day the Lord has made and He put you in it. He put me in it with a destiny. And we've been sent out into this world and we've not been sent by accident or by happenstance. Everywhere we go, we need to have it in our heart where we can bring that good treasure out and it can come in our hand. God sent me. I, 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 you, you may not look at me, you may not respect me, but you're going to respect the Lord in me. You're going to respect the Holy Ghost in me because I'm going to represent Him. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to let Him influence situations and circumstances. I'm going to let Him be glorified, amen? I'm going to let some truth come out of my life and come into this very dark, deceitful world. That's what we've got to see. Okay, so this name, this name. You and I, we, 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 we're just like Brother Corey and Brother Justin would lead us in worship. Jesus is on the right hand of the Father, but where are you? Ephesians 2, 6. Come on, you're seated in heavenly places. In Jesus, you're on the right hand too. Now, I want you to think about this just for a second. Now, this will, if you'll get this in your heart where it can come out your hand. You are seated in the most powerful place in the universe. See, Jesus gave the parable. He said, if we'll go and we'll humble ourselves and we'll sit in the back, then God will come and grab us by the hand, take us to the front. 
See, every lie of the devil to keep the church down, to keep the people down saying that you and I can't do what God said is a lie that has to be destroyed. We've got to get this word in our heart or to come out in our hand. Come on, we've got to pull that good treasure out and we've got to tell the devil, Jesus took your power. Come on, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, All power, all authority has been given unto me. And then immediately he delegated that to you and I because he said, go. So when you and I, when we go in his name, we're going in that power. Amen? So, so we're not operating here as a man. We're operating seated on the right hand of Jesus as his representatives in the earth. We're his ambassadors. That means all the law of heaven applies in us to us into this world. Come on, you're not governed, you're not limited by what you see in the natural. You're only limited by what you and I can see from our heart to get it in our hand. Amen? All right. Now, turn over with me to the uh, sixth chapter. Six and one. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see that what I will do to Pharaoh... Come on, the devil, this is a type of the devil. Pharaoh is a type of the devil. A type of the Antichrist that's going to sit up, rule and reign uh, at the very last. For with a strong what? God said, I'm going to use my hand. That's right, brother. Come on, we're his hand in the earth. We're his hand in the earth. We're His mouth in the earth. We're His feet in the earth. Everything that is of Christ, that's who we are. Let's get it in our heart. Let's pull it out of the good treasure. Come on, where we can get it from our heart to our hand. We'll never work it if we don't. With a strong hand shall He let them go. And with a strong hand He shall drive them out of His land. We've got to believe that you and I are going to go into this generation that's lost and undone, that's bound up with all sorts of sin, uh, that, that the devil is just laughing. And, and he thinks he's, he's got a whole generation. He thinks he has them where they hate God, they hate themselves. Come on. But you and I, we're going to have a fresh baptism of love that's going to come into our heart. We're going to pull out of that, that very good heart, that good treasure of love. And we're going to what? We're going to love them into the kingdom. We're going to love them into the place where they can say, you mean God loves me this much? Yeah, God loves you this much. He'll meet you right where you're at. He'll hold you by the hand all the way as He brings you out of Egypt, as He brings you out of bondage. Amen? We know it. We can testify about it. It's true. It's not make-believe. It's not in a comic book somewhere, a fairy tale. It's a reality. Amen? Verse 2, And God spake unto Moses, and He said unto him, I am the Lord. In other words, remember, I am that I am. Keep, keep that in, in your heart. Now look, verse 3. And I appeared unto Abraham and to Isaac and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. So you and I, we've got to see that your walk in the Lord, my walk in the Lord is progressive. So he, he, he said, I appeared to the first three generations. I appeared to them as El Shaddai. Come on, God Almighty. I, 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 I'm the God that is more than enough, is what he's saying. But notice what he says. But, uh, but by the name of Jehovah, I was not known to them. In other words, that, that, see, under the Old Covenant, there was just so much revealed. 
But when you come under the new covenant, we have all the promises of the old, but then we have the, the sacrifice of Jesus, the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world for our sins in the new. It's ours. So I've got to get it in my heart where it can come out in my hand. I've got, I got to pull this treasure out. I've got, to, I've got to see that God's wanting to show me. See, okay, for 15 years, I knew Jesus as Savior, okay, for 15 years. And everybody else that I was around, or most of them, they knew Jesus as baptizer in the Holy Ghost. I didn't know him as baptizer in the Holy Ghost. I, I didn't understand. I, I, I couldn't figure out. I thought I'd been left out. Uh, I even uh, had decided that it wasn't real and all of these things because of uh, uh, situations and circumstances in my life. But, but uh, it, it, I've come full circle. Now it's been 15 years, this past August, since I got, was baptized in the Holy Ghost and I met Jesus as baptizer. Well, he wants to what? He wants to introduce you and I to new levels of him. Because, see, you and I were meeting new levels of devils, and we need new levels of understanding of who we are in Jesus, of who Jesus is, to be able to win the battle. He's done won the war, but we need, we're in a battle, amen, and we need to be able to do that. So, he said, I was not known to them. So, you and I, we want to introduce a whole generation to Jesus as Savior, yes. But we want to show them that He's the Deliverer. He doesn't just save you from sin. He delivers you from sin. Come on, He gives you victory over some things. I mean, my God is amazing. I, I, there, now, Brother Dave and I were talking this afternoon, and we were talking about how, if we're not careful, we put labels uh, on sin. You know, and, and and we think, well, this is worse, this is worse, and this. But it boiled down to that whatever wasn't of faith is sin. So uh, there, there's been so many things in my life that if I died, I'd have went to heaven. But I was missing out on because I didn't have the faith to believe God for it. So I, 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 I've got to be introduced to Him in a new way every day. By the Holy Spirit. I've got to get along with Him. He, I, there is so many things in my life that I've been defeated about. You know, and it's not Jesus' fault. It was my fault. I didn't accept Him. I didn't accept His deliverance, His victory in that way. I tried to take care of it. Or maybe I like to pet it. I like to cuddle it. And all of those things. But... All of a sudden, the, 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 the closer I get to him and the more that I spend this devotion with him and the more that he introduces himself to me, that the, 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 the greater things is happening. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, God's getting us ready. And, and, and he can't go no further than we allow him, but we're going to allow him to. Amen? So, I just got a few scriptures for us. Go with me to the New Testament and let's look at this name and... and Understand it where we can pull it out of our treasure. Go to Acts chapter 2. These are very familiar verses of Scripture to you. But the Bible says faith comes by hearing, not what you've heard. Amen. So we need to hear. Uh, Acts chapter 2. Look what he says in verse 21. Acts chapter 2. This is after Peter preaches this message along with the, the 120 on the day of Pentecost. And it says... And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord might be saved. That name. That name. But that name has to be preached. That name has to be 
presented to people who have never experienced it before for it to happen. Amen? And so here, this is a new revelation. All of these people, they're coming into the temple and they're coming and they're bringing their sacrifice or they're taking their money and, and, and paying it at the money tables and the changers and, and, and purchasing the sacrifice. They don't know God's new plan. Come on, they're still, they, they know God, He's El Shaddai, He's God Almighty, but I need to know Him as Jehovah, I need to know Him as Jesus, I need to know Him as Savior, amen? And all of a sudden, God anoints a, a group of 120 to, with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and He gives them a message. And this message goes forth, and 3,000 people respond. We need to believe that people will respond. They're not responding to us, they're not rejecting us. They're responding to Jesus or they're rejecting Jesus. And so you and I, we've got to keep our feelings out of this. And we've just got to do what he would have us to do. All right, so they preach this message. And, and, and go down to verse 38. Because it, 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 it said that it pricked their hearts. And in verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, This is what you've got to do. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in what? The name the name, that name, that name is above all other names. See, he, there, there's a treasure that is going forth. And, and, and he's presenting this word to them and they're getting it in their heart. And whatever's in your heart, he said it would come out of your mouth. And what comes out of your mouth, it determines where you go. Because I'm going to do what I say. Come on, come on. We, our words, they direct us. And, and so he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sins, and you might receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Woo! What a promise. You shall. Because you're going to get born again. Come on. You're going to, the Holy Ghost is going to come in your spirit. And, and, and then as far as you'll meet Jesus, he'll take you to that next level. Amen. He will baptize you in. He's going to baptize you into his body. But he wants to baptize you into his spirit with evidence of speaking in other tongues. He wants to give you a prayer language. I don't know when and where I'll get to preach him. But I've, in the past six weeks, I've got messages after message and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I, I, I know God's got something in store. He's got something in plan. And, and it's going to be amazing. And I'm bragging on Jesus. Because this, this is the guy who has to sit down and study and study and study and ride and work. And, and it's not, it don't have to be that way. I, I, I got now, I can, I, can, and I can get along with the Lord in just a few minutes. And, and, and there he is. He, he, he just he starts speaking by his spirit. And, and I'm bragging on Jesus now. I'm bragging on Jesus. I, I, I want to excite people. I want to I, I show them from where I've been to where I'm going to where I want to keep going. Amen. In other words, I, 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 in fear and trembling, I tell the Lord, Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for what you've done right now. But I don't, you help me. I don't want to do anything to hinder it or hurt it. And I don't want to get cold. I want to grow hotter and hotter and hotter. Because I've been to a place of, come on, and then I've, no more. No more. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, this name. This name. Let's look at something. Go to chapter 3 and and, uh, look at verse number 6. This is where the, you know the story, where the lame man is sitting there at the, at, at the temple. He's still waiting. 
Come on, he hadn't heard anything about Jesus. He's still living under the old covenant, under the, the old revelation that, yeah, I know God's Almighty, but I don't know if he's God Almighty or Jehovah or, or Jesus or Jesus to me. I don't know if he's my Savior. I don't know anything about that. Amen? And, and so Peter and, and John come there, and look what they say in verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the, the name. Come on, the name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Come on. Peter, he, he watched Jesus for three and a half years. Him and, him and John did. And, and, and they walked with it. And they didn't understand, you know, what was happening or what was going on. But now, this is after. Come on, this is a new day. They're, they're born again. They've got the Spirit of God in them. And all of a sudden, they start pulling that treasure out. They, they, as they walked up there, I'm sure their mind went back to what Jesus had done. And I'm sure the Holy Ghost started playing some, some, some uh, very scenes before their eyes where they could see it. And, and all of a sudden, they got a word of knowledge of what the, 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 the mind of God was right then. And then, then come the word of wisdom, how to apply it. And he said, this is what God wants in the earth right now. And they pulled out of the good treasure that was in their heart, and they put it in their hand. Come on, they put it in their hand. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand. Come on, you and I, we've got to step out in faith. And it doesn't matter what man says. What matters is what thus saith the Lord. Come on now. And took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Oh, glory. Now think about this. What a miracle this is. Not only did did they uh, heal him, but the Holy Ghost taught him how to walk, how to leap, all in one thing. Isn't that something? Our God can do what needs to be done. But we've got to pull out of the treasure that's in us. We've got to believe that Jesus said we could lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We've got to pull that treasure out. We pull it out by faith. We don't pull it out by head knowledge. We don't pull it out by religious obligation. We pull it out because Jesus said to. Amen? Jesus said to. Now, drop down to verse 16. They get into all kinds of trouble. Uh, and it says... And his name, mark that down, and his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Glory, whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Now see, this is where I've got to learn how to trust in the Lord. I, Lord, I'll I, I pray for him. But let me do it at home in the closet. And thank God what's in private will come out in public. We've got to do it in private before we can do it in public. But God is wanting to show up in His church and push them out in the world. And let Him come out of them in the world where they can see. Now think about all of these people. They had heard all of these things. Well, Jesus is this and Jesus is that. Come on, they, they argued about it all the time. They called him even, said all he does is eat with publicans and sinners and all of these things. They put, people had labels on Jesus. But when you and I go out into the world and we love them 
uh, with a love that never fails, a love that covers a multitude of sins. When we love them through the eyes of the love of God rather than a judgmental spirit, come on, it causes them to see Jesus as He truly is. Come on, He's not some statue. He's not some person that's wanting to put them in hell. He's wanting to put them in Himself. Amen? Oh, glory. All right. Just a couple more. Drop down to uh, in chapter 4 and, and, and look at verse number 7. It says, uh, uh, And when they had set them, they brought, they brought, they going to bring judgment on, on Peter and John. When they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, verse 10, be it known unto you all and to all the people. Come on, all is all. All the people of Israel, that by the name. Thank you, Sister Michelle. By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, doeth this man stand here before you whole. Think about it. He's standing beside Peter and John now. It was Peter and John walking hand in hand, but now they're walking hand in hand with the man who used to be carried and laid there begging for alms. Now he's standing for a witness, for a testimony that everything they've said is true, is genuine. It could not be denied. Amen? I want to tell you something. You're a witness and a testimony to the goodness of God. You're a witness and testimony that Jesus is real. Your life shines forth and shows that you are delivered from the very stronghold of Pharaoh. The lies of this world, the sin of this world. You're free. Come on, you're free. You're somebody, amen. You're a child of the Most High God. And you're standing, but you're standing with Jesus. You're standing by Jesus. And you're telling everybody that everything in this Bible is real. It's real. All right. Uh, look at verse 12. One of my favorite verses. I'm sure it is yours too. Acts 4 and 12. He said, Neither is there salvation in any other name. For there is none other name uh, under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And I... And I didn't study this out, so I don't know. There, there's there's a few words for salvation. And if the, I don't know if this is the Greek word or not. If you've got your uh, app, you can tell me. Uh, if it's sozo, is it, it means it's, it's it's a whole body healing. It's, it's, it's spirit, soul, and body. Is it sozo? Soteria, okay. Uh, so so he, the, the salvation that God has for us, it's got to start first with our... Our, our very uh, spirit. And as He saves our spirit, then we start getting renewed to the reality of what God will do for us. And, and so He wants to take us... Uh, if, if he, Jesus always did that. He meant the needs of the physical to get to the heart of the matter. Because you can't get to the heart of the matter until you uh, get to the matter of the heart. Amen? And a lot of times the matter of the heart is on the outside first that needs to be took care of. And Jesus does that. So... I, I, I want you to see one other thing here. Drop down to uh, 17 and 18. It says, but it, it, it spread no further. They, don't, they want to stop this name, is what they're saying. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man 
in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. They didn't want to lose the congregation. Well, guess what? God is fixing to do away with these congregations of religion. I believe it with all of my heart. All it has done is bound up, confused, and, and brought a hierarchy of, of, of judgmental spirits. I'm better than you. I go to this church. I do this. And I, no, what matters is what Jesus is doing, how we're yielding to Him, how we're trusting Him, how we're serving Him. And, and so you and I need to be in this place where we say, Lord, I don't care where I'm at. I, I, I'm not associated with a, any identity other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So persecution come. And that's what the rest of this chapter is about. It's about persecution. And uh, the, the church grew mightily. Look at where we're at in America. Look at our leaders and look at what is happening. Persecution, we're going to experience some persecution before the coming of the Lord. But don't be fearful about it. Look for it because what's going to cause, cause it to happen is going to cause the church to grow. Because in my life, when everything's going good... I'm sorry, I'm just being honest with you. When everything's going good, I have a tendency to pull back. I don't have to pray as much. I don't have to trust as much and all of those things. But when when things are rougher and tougher, that's why I can thank God for trouble. Because it causes me to recognize how much I need Him. My flesh lies to me. And so in the times of trouble, I, 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 I just have a tendency. And I don't, I'm wanting to change all that. I'm wanting to be faithful. But I'm just being honest with you. And so we need to be in this place where we can see this name. Now look what they prayed. And this is what I want to close with. And this is what you and I need to pray. Verse number uh, 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness that they may speak their denomination. The Word. Jesus. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was... And the Word... Woo! We're talking God talk. Amen? We're talking about not just El Shaddai, God Almighty. We're not talking about just Jehovah. We're talking about Jesus. Come on, in the earth today. Verse 30. By stretching forth thy hand to heal... And that by signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was... Thank God I like to shake under the power of the Lord. I do. I like to fall under the power of the Lord. But can you imagine what God's wanting to do? He's wanting to shake this whole place. Can you imagine what's going to happen when people are going to come out of denominations when the, the real shaking happens? And the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all, all filled with the Holy Ghost. Wait a minute, I thought they were just filled in Acts chapter 2. Oh, we need to keep being filled and filled and filled. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word with the word of God with boldness. Come on, you and I, we need some boldness. Amen. We need some boldness. When we know what we're talking about, we can be bold. If I'm having to talk out of my own head, my own understanding, I'm pretty timid. But if I know what God has said, come on, it changes everything. Come on, you know what the Lord has said. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says that you've got the mind of Christ. Come on, you've got it. 
you've got it. it. The mind of Christ is within every believer. But we've got to renew our soul, our mind and emotions to that truth and let that mind come out. Amen? Hallelujah. So you get with me and let's pray this prayer together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we see the condition of the lost, of the hurt, of the hindered. And we ask expectantly that you give us the ability to preach in lifestyle and words. Jesus. Let us speak with boldness. Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. We ask this, Father, in the name of the Lord. Let it be the name above all of the names. The name of Jesus. Let us get in that place of humility. Let us draw out of that treasure, that good treasure in our heart. Oh, let it be, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Let us be unified, Father, like never before. In the name of the Lord, let unity. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, let our spiritual eyes come open. Let us see a new level of you tonight like we've never saw before. Let us meet you in a deeper and a more full way. Lord, right now, you know where we're being limited. You know where we're being hindered by the enemy because you know us intimately. You are the, the heart knower. The, you're the one who understands. You're the one that separates the very marrow of bone, soul, and spirit. Lord, let it be right now in Jesus' name. As a group of people who have been identified by the world in certain areas of our life, let those lies fall and let reality of who we are by the name of Jesus come into us. In Jesus' name. Would you come tonight and make yourself an altar and say, Lord, here I am. I want to spend a little time with you. I want to worship you. And I want to let you introduce yourself to me in a new way. I, I, I don't want to know you just at my growth level, at my understanding right here at this moment. I want to meet you completely as healer, as deliverer, as victor, as provider, as confidant, as friend. Would you come in the name of Jesus and say, Lord, here I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We thank you for what you've started in our lives. And we know that you're faithful to finish what you start. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless these people, Lord. Bless every one of them here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. 